Good morning, my name is Umberto Mucci, this is With Italia News, a podcast regarding Italy during coronavirus times. Today is June 24, Wednesday. 122 new cases and only 18 deaths have been recorded yesterday in Italy. This is the lowest numbers uh, since we started counting them. The ratio between new infections and cases tested is also low. Congratulations in particular to the province of Potenza in Basilicata, officially declared COVID-free because without new infections for 28 consecutive days. Those currently infected fall below the threshold of 20,000 cases. Currently, the virus is under control in Italy, including Lombardy, where there are always half of those infected and deaths numbers, but even there, these data are at the minimum. Yesterday, there were no victims in 12 Italian regions. But it would be foolish to think that it is all over. In Germany, an outbreak broke out in a meat processing plant causing more than 1,500 new infections and an entire region of 500,000 people was again put in lockdown. We will not be safe until the vaccine is available. Instead, there are three news that together help to tell how much among many Italians the feeling that there is no more danger has spread. The national survey with 150,000 blood tests to assess how many Italians have come into contact with the coronavirus has been extended until June 30 because many of the Italians to whom the Red Cross called to ask for collaboration answered no thanks. To date, only 50,000 of the 150,000 tests have been carried out, representing territories, age groups and professions. Also, only 3.5 million Italians have downloaded the Immuni app. This is too low a number of people for it to be used to to trace the contents of of positives. Finally, masks were the most searched searched item in the worst weeks of the pandemic, but now that they should be used to further reduce the now low, low circulation of the virus, they are bought much less, even if now they are much cheaper than before. Why are Italians saying no to retros tests, given that every day many citizens go to private laboratories for a fee to perform the tests on their own initiative? And why don't they download the free app, even though privacy is granted? And again, why the number of masks sold has dropped, even though the price is lower than before? It is because the feeling of security is now widespread, that we are out of danger, and too many Italians, Italians want to believe that tiredness towards precautions justifies the lack of respect for the rules which unfortunately is part of our DNA. In addition, another reason can be understood by evaluation what happened to the lady from Bari who found herself prisoner of the system. After the app let her know that she had 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 contact with a positive, she was put in quarantine for 14 days without the Puglia region being able to do the swab test. Another part of our Italian DNA contains a great mistrust towards the institutions, but they still do far too little to work as they should and convince people to trust them. What was the psychological impact of the quarantine on Italian children? According to the survey by the Gasolini Hospital in Genoa, a fantastic Italian hospital that every year saves the lives of thousands of children, a large percentage of them experience a regression in one of more aspects of their lives. Sleep disorders or anxiety, irritability, lack of air, but also regression in terms of nocturnal bedwetting. These are some of the problems found. The survey also noted that the level of severity of the new behavior of children and adolescents following quarantine was proportionate to the degree of problems experienced by their parents who live with them. The American ambassador to Rome, His Excellency Lewis M. Eisenberg, met the healthy workers of the health workers of the Spallanzani Hospital in Rome. The ambassador was informed about the great results achieved in favor of the Spallanzani Hospital thanks to the donations of, of American citizens of Italian origin through the fundraising organized by We the Italians. Thanks to all of you. I'd like to end this video by reading the words of Ambassador Eisenberg, which I fully share. 
Thank you to the healthcare professionals at Palanzani for accepting the enormous challenge that you have faced each day since late January. On July 4th, the United States will celebrate its Independence Day. Usually, we host a big party at Villa Taverna with 3,000 guests. Since that could not be the case this year, we decided to come to you instead and host a lunch for you, the healthcare professionals, who have done so much to keep us safe. Congratulations on the enormous impact you have had on controlling the COVID-19 healthcare crisis in Italy. We wish you equal success in addressing the next phases of this challenge. Spallanzani has been a long-term US partner and we look forward to new opportunities to collaborate on addressing these and future healthcare challenges. I know that Spallanzani is close involved in ongoing critical research to develop therapeutic treatments and vaccine candidates for COVID-19. We hope to work closely with our partners through the private sector, the National Institutes for Health, the CDC, and the Department of Health and Human Services to ensure that effective vaccines are brought to the public as quickly, safely, and efficiently as possible. Thank you for welcoming us and giving us this opportunity to express our thanks and admiration for your work. Thank you for everything you do. In bocca al lupo e buon lavoro. And thanks to the ambassador, to Mr. Ambassador, Mr. Eisenberg, who greatly represents uh, uh, America and Italy for these words. This, that's all for today, it's all for now. Please stay healthy, stay safe, do not underestimate the virus and take care of yourselves and your families. Uh, I'll see you on Friday. Uh, this was with Italian News. My name is Umberto Mucci. Ciao from Rome.